This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Good morning, everyone, or afternoon or evening, whenever you're catching this. Oh, the biggest smile always comes on my face when I get to sit down and record this podcast. You have no idea how much I love it. I'm looking out my window and it is snowy. Thank you, Denver. Denver can't decide spring, winter, winter, spring. Which one do I want? I'm not sure. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm fully reminiscing in the last few months and just how I got through them, all the changes I made. And as nature changes from icy cold white blanket to blossoms and birds, I just get so excited thinking about my own transformation as I've been working with my coach and I've just watched my clients transform. Spring is a time of transformation. And that brings us to today's topic, which is how to have a life transformation part two. Before I delve in, I wanted to just remind you, I'm doing a giveaway um, for reviews in exchange for reviews on this podcast. So if you want to win a hundred bucks towards Albion Fit, as well as a t-shirt from The Allison Show, I only have two more spots available in the giveaway. Eight people have taken me up on this and left me a written review here in iTunes. So that's all you need to do. If you want to win a t-shirt from the Allison show, which is Allison Faulkner. She's on Instagram and it says she can't be stopped as well as a hundred dollar gift card, which I'm literally looking at right now in my office, um, to Albion fit, which is one of my favorite stores for swimsuit workout apparel. Then just fill out a written review and the next two people will be entered into the giveaway. I apologize in advance if you write one and you're outside of the limit of 10, but I've already promised all the people that have already left reviews that it's just a 10 person giveaway. So go get that done and make sure you either email me or direct message me on Instagram. I'm at Lizzie Langston and let me know you've left the review. So I know who you are so that if you win, <laughs> then I can come find you and let you know. Okay, so in the last episode, How to Have a Life Transformation Part 1, we talked about inspiration and how it's necessary to be able to grow a belief in the changes you're wanting to make and in your ability to make those changes, yes? And so belief leads you to take action, and one of the necessary actions we focused on in last episode was investment. I explained why it's so vital to be able to follow through and actually create a change. Now I'm going to teach you a little bit about when it comes to make the decision to invest in yourself um, so that you can get to the other side, like actually change your life, not just think about hiring a coach to help you, 
not just think about the changes you want to make and daydream about them, but when it comes to actually making the step of investing and getting started on the pathway to change, which is so invigorating, right? But our lower brain sometimes freaks out a little bit. So I'm going to talk to you about the three areas of belief you have to have in order to be able to move forward towards your dreams, like in real life, like actually make it happen. But before I do a little bit of context, I want you to understand who you are. Okay. You are a hero on a hero's journey. If you don't know what the hero's journey is, it's basically the typical movie story. I am a hero on the hero's journey. Every human is going through life as if they were a hero on the hero's journey. Here's how it breaks down. There's a hero, right? The main character and everything's good. And then something goes terribly wrong and somebody needs saving. We have a crisis in our lives, right? For me, the crisis was my motherhood was... I was not able to survive it at the time. I was not doing well and I couldn't live in that and survive. And so I needed to change something for me. It was how I was thinking so that I didn't have to change my circumstances. Some people keep thinking the same way and run away and just change the circumstance, but I didn't want to do that. And so I used coaching. So, but on the hero's journey, everything's good. Then we come into a moment of crisis in our lives and there's a moment during the moment of crisis where the hero doubts he or she can make the changes they're wanting to, which I felt, and I was sinking into despair. And then there's a guide. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Okay, so a guide presents himself. Maybe it's a program you see online. Maybe it's a book by an author that catches your attention. Maybe it's me as a life coach you want to hire. So there's a guide who helps the hero believe in his or herself. Then the hero takes action and saves the day, saves the world, saves her mother, saves herself. For me, I like to think that my clients are saving their daughters and their family tree going forward into future generations. But whatever it is, something is reclaimed, saved just in the nick of time. So that is the hero's journey and all is well, right? So I just wanted to let you know that that's the trajectory of every human's life. And we're always looking for how to get out of the crisis we're up against. Now, genuinely, sometimes in life, we're just not quite at that point where we have something we deeply want to change. And it doesn't have to be a crisis like mine was a crisis. Legitimately, I felt like I was at a breaking point, but it doesn't have to be like that. And for many of you guys, it might not be. It might just be that there's pain in your heart when you realize that you've pushed off your dreams and your goals for years and you're just done with that. And it's not like, you know, anybody's going to get hurt if you don't start doing that. It's just that you don't like it. I mean, you could argue that there are repercussions for sure for putting up your dreams, right? And not doing your work in the world. But, you know, mine was a mental health crisis. Like I was suicidal. So there's a spectrum there. So just because yours doesn't look like mine doesn't mean it's not legit. It totally is valid. Okay. So now that you know the trajectory of where you are, I want you to think about where you are on that journey. And again, when it comes to the moment that the hero needs to learn what they need to learn to be the person they need to be to save the world or change their motherhood or achieve their goals or whatever it is, There are three beliefs the hero needs, that you need, that I need, that I have to have. All of us do in order to make the changes. So if you're really wanting to make changes, this has got to be like Christmas morning for you. (laughs) This is what it would have been like for me. So the first 
belief you need as the hero who's going to make a transformation is in your guide. Okay. So that would be me. If you're considering hiring a life coach, or that is, you know, whoever's running the program or whatever you're buying. Now, once you've identified the guide, the second belief you have to have is in the process or the tools or the way your guide is going to help you. Okay. So that's coaching for us. Now, if you don't trust this, you won't be able to really commit to transforming. So I want you to ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how much do I believe in my guide? And on a scale of one to 10, how much do I believe in coaching? If you don't trust this, it will be harder to commit to transforming. And you're more likely to have moments after you do commit of doubting and it won't be as powerful or as quick of a change. I think it still can happen, but it's so nice to just take care of those before signing, you know, and really checking in with your hero's purpose on that journey. And then the third belief, and often the most challenging thing for us to believe as moms is we have to believe in ourselves. I think for the most part, motherhood is the first time in our life right? We're in the first quarter of our life. If you think about it, maybe a little bit past the first quarter, if a quarter is about 25 years, this is often the first time we really feel like we have a true crisis that affects the children we're in charge of our husband, right? The family unit. And it's the first time that we really, a lot of us actually need and have to, and want to ask for help. So it's the first time we've had to ask ourselves the question, am I enough to make the hero's journey? And this, I love this beautiful portion of the consoles. This is when all of the stuff comes up. And honestly, I think it's supposed to be that way. I think that's what it looks like to make the transformation. That's why I offer consults. So I'm going to give you one example of how and why it's so important for the hero to believe in his or herself. And then I'm going to address the second and third belief. So trusting in the process, the product of coaching and that as the solution for you. And then also learning to believe, and I'm going to address obstacles to believing that you are enough and that you can make the change. Okay. So first again, why it's so important for us to believe in ourselves. I want you to think about the star Wars series. Okay. The first couple movies, I'm not super into star Wars, but I like it, but I'm not, I don't even, I wouldn't even be able to tell you like the names of all the movies and what order they're in. But I do know that in the beginning, Luke Skywalker is the hero in the hero's journey and Yoda is his guide and Yoda can teach Luke all sorts of things. And Luke also trusts Yoda. And then he also trusts in the force and what Yoda is teaching him to help him in his fight against evil. But what Yoda does is Yoda strengthens Luke's belief in himself. Yoda doesn't just teach him how to use the force. He also teaches him how to believe in himself. And it's actually when Luke believes in himself that he even can connect with the force and do the work and be the change, right? At the end of the day, Yoda can do lots of things. He can teach him lots of things, but there comes a moment in the hero's journey where Luke must believe in himself. So I used to think that people needed to believe in themselves 100% in order to coach with me. But what I've realized is that sometimes it's just enough to know that I believe in you, that I know the way that I've done it and I can be your guide. And to just know that through working with me, you will come to believe in yourself even more. 
So I just want that to be known that even if you doubt, you have doubts that you can make these changes or be the hero you want to be and make the journey, the transformation, that's okay. Every hero feels like that. That's what it feels like to become a hero is to start to get to know yourself. And the only way to do that is through this work, you guys, is through day in and day out, getting to know yourself your strengths and your foibles, like any hero, right? Strengths and weaknesses. And then applying these tools to make the changes you want to. Okay. So a quick word on coaching and why it works. If you are a new listener to this podcast, this will be helpful. And if you are a longer time listener, I want you to know just on a very biological level, level, why coaching is actually the perfect solution for humans with a human brain. Okay. So the reason thought-based life coaching works, which means right in, in my coaching, we always look at your thoughts behind any problem. We always address the thoughts going on. So the reason that works so well for humans who are wanting to change is because the human brain doesn't know how to look at its own thoughts. And also the human brain looks at circumstances and things in the world, or it hears people say words in the world. And it has a thought about those, but it also creates a feeling. And our brain does this so quickly that to us, it seems like circumstances create feelings. And that's a disadvantage to us because then we miss out on the cognitive awareness of what our thoughts are and how our thoughts are actually creating our feelings, not the circumstances, but it all just happens so fast in our brain, right? It's like Velcro, boom, the brain puts a circumstance and a feeling together. It's like the beach is just um, calming or my house is just um, chaotic. We don't actually realize that there are thoughts that we're thinking about the beach that makes us feel calm. There are thoughts we are thinking about our house or our life that makes it feel chaotic. Um, and so the reason again, coaching works is because once you have this cognitive awareness, once you can tell your brain and train your brain and learn the skill of paying attention to what your thoughts are that are creating your feelings, all of the sudden you tap into your power. All of a sudden, now you have this metacognition, this meta skill. And so you have the ability to literally have power over your circumstances because you have power over your mind, your thoughts. So that is why coaching works. It doesn't matter what the problem is. As long as you're willing to trust that and to work on knowing what your thoughts are, which can feel a little bit tedious at first because your brain's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this circumstance just is this. Your brain just likes to be right. But um, the hero on the hero's journey who wants change more than they want to be right, this is when you are a good fit for coaching, and I can for sure help you do that. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. All right, now let's get into this third belief because it is where most heroes, most of us as humans traveling, trying to overcome our stuff and be the person we want to be and save the day in our families or whatever it is, this is where we get hung up is, am I enough? Can I do it? Will I make it through, right? Between the guide and coaching, you know, can I do this? That is what we're all burning with the desire to truly feel and understand and know. So for a moment, I want you to sit back and ponder that question. Gauge on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling? Can you do what you want to? If it's below a 10, I want you to ask yourself, what would I need to believe? What is my brain requiring in order to fully believe that I can? What do I need to know or understand to get to a 10 on my hero's journey so that I can hire Lizzie if I want to, and I can learn coaching and I can use it like she did, right? I can invest in my mind and make these changes. This is the golden question. Can I do it? So as I read these, I'm going to read some um, things my clients have said to me that they want to create. They're the heroes and these are their whys for um, hiring me as their coach and for needing to consider this belief, am I enough? Like They all had to ask themselves that question because of these things they wanted to do. They've said, I want to change my family tree of women, delegating responsibility of money and their dreams to their husband. So I want to show my daughters more than anything, but also my sons, what it means to be a person who doesn't delegate their dreams to anybody else. I want to show my daughters an example of what it looks like to fully take care of yourself and be a mom. I want to stop letting anger run my life and keep me separated from the life I want to have and the motherhood I want to have. I want to learn how to think and process emotions so I can stop putting off my goals. I want to stop feeling resentment towards my husband and just love him where he's at. I want to stop hiding behind my motherhood and become the woman who is ready to do whatever God has called me to do in the world as well as the home. I want to start an art business and finally make money to support my family and develop that talent. I want to build a foundation of financial abundance and handle money better than my parents did. And I don't want to have scarcity in my mindset with money, which is what I was taught. And I want to have more self-confidence personally and less body shame so I can better raise my kids that way and enjoy my life and my body that God's given me. Do any of these sound like you on your journey? Whether they do or they don't, again, the question that comes to mind is, can I really do it? So here are the two things that come up the most between the heroes and being able to sign with me as their coach or go ahead and start this and go ahead and start this journey. So the two main things are money and it won't work for me. And there's actually kind of a third, which is I'm not good enough to have the life I want right? They look back at their past mistakes or they feel so much guilt and shame about the way they have been showing up in their life that they are almost like have a 
bad taste in their mouth for themselves. And they're like, I don't know that I deserve this life I want, even though I really want it. So I think these are all really important things to consider. So the first thing I want to say about all three of them before I take them each individually is what if these are all literally just excuses from a lower brain who is deathly afraid of change. Now, if you can relate to any of these, I want you to know, I'm not saying you are making excuses. What I'm trying to say is that your lower brain is programmed to number one, keep you safe and alive. And number two, do what is the most efficient and easy. And three, it's always going to have a preference for what is familiar because familiar equals safe. Even though something that's unfamiliar, like coaching, for example, right? Embarking on this new journey as your hero, even though this is not familiar to you, it could be everything, right? It could be the best thing that's ever happened to you, but your brain doesn't know that. And even if it did know that it still wants to tell you that familiar is better. Familiar is better. Even if something that's new is better. Okay. Our brain is just programmed for what's familiar. So I just wanted to remind you of that because that's empowering to you quite possibly. If you're feeling a little bit stuck in any doubts about your ability to make the hero's journey and to make the changes you want to in your life, I just want you to know that you're a little bit working against the lower brain. Now that's okay. That's what I dedicate most of the time on a consult for is to work with your lower brain because let's be real. The lower brain is a part of us. And so I don't just like to be like, who cares? Like, that's just an excuse. I like to honor it, but I just want you to know that that those doubts and feelings aren't necessarily you is your lower brain. And you can bring those to a consult and I will help you coach through them. That's what coaching is for. It's the art of getting what the higher brain wants, but appeasing the lower brain and bringing it along with us. Because when you don't bring the lower brain with you, there's a rub and it's exhausting. For example, let's say you want to go to the gym. Your higher brain's like, I want to go work out. And your lower brain's like, I want to stay in bed. I don't want to wake up. It's cold outside etc. Right. Our lower brain just does this. It's like, just talks to us all the time because it's all about what's easy, what's comfortable, what's safe and what's familiar. Right. And so coaching is like the opposite of willpower. Willpower would say, I'm going to go against my lower brain and I'm going to go to the gym, even though I genuinely feel like it's cold outside, it's tired. And it's just so draggy. It's just heavy. And eventually you just burn out of that. But coaching helps you listen to the lower brain and move through those obstacles until all of a sudden the lower brain decides with you that it's a good idea, that it's a good idea to go to the gym, not just because, because we can overcome the cold outside because we can put a jacket on or because we can take a nap later today, right? Those are the ways that with coaching, we kind of talk to the lower brain to help ourselves be fully all in on a decision. So when it comes to the hero, you, right? Making this decision, this is all of us. I remember my own hero experience too. When it comes to us making this decision to change our lives, these doubts can seem scary. And so today I'm going to walk you through these top three kind of obstacles that the lower brain tends to give people when they come to consults with me so that you can be better equipped to get what you want. If you want to say yes to the transformation and approaching your dreams. The first obstacle to saying yes at this moment of decision for the heroes, right, 
is it won't work for me. Like I will be the one exception where coaching doesn't work. Like I believe coaching does work. I believe you are an awesome coach and I'm nervous or afraid that I will be where coaching fails. So this, again, it's not about me or coaching. This is about the hero's ability to believe in him, his or herself. So this doubt, frankly, just says, I think something's wrong with me. I see flaws in me. I see criticisms in me. And maybe I am powerful enough in my weakness to make something like coaching or a program created by a savvy guide who knows what she's doing to make it not work. You're essentially saying, I think I could get in the way of my own progress, right? That's what we're saying when we say, maybe it won't work for me. I'll be the exception where coaching doesn't work. So if you've had this thought, I want you to ask yourself, just notice, pay attention to the emotional place and the energetic place that this thought comes from. Now you get to decide if this thought is true or not true. Did you know that? Like it doesn't just have to be true. You get to decide if this is true or not true. And I want you to ask yourself when you think this thought, how do you feel? Right? Coaching won't work for me. Like it works for other people. I know it works. I fully believe in it. How do you feel? And what do you believe about yourself then? If you're saying this, like what's the belief about yourself? And is that belief and is, is the feeling that that belief creates for you going to help you on your journey, right? If you were Luke Skywalker, is that going to help you find the force within you and connect with it in order to dispel evil and do the good and save the lives and show up for your work in the world? Okay. So this line of thinking is totally fine and it's in direct opposition to the trajectory that you want to go on and be on and start on as the hero. So one thing that we have to do as heroes is we have to be willing to give up old pieces of ourselves in order to step into the new. And again, this is what I help people do on consults. So for sure, come book one with me if you're considering this. But I just want you to know that if you keep this way of thinking about yourself, Not only will you not hire me for coaching, but you'll also just never be able to change. And the moment when you are able to release this belief is, you know, that you're the exception and that something about you is inherently going to make any possible solution not work. The moment you can change that belief is the moment that you will have the open pathway to changing the way you want to. Okay. A second objection I hear a lot is I'm not good enough to have the life I want. Like we believe it's possible. We believe Lizzie can help us. We believe coaching is the answer. We love it all. But there's this nagging little voice like, I'm not good enough to have it. Now I've noticed the reason this is even a possibility. Like the reason this comes up is because we are looking at our past. So this is a very past focused thought. And one thing I also want to say about a hero on a journey to transformation is that when they look back at the land they came from. Okay. I want you to think about Frodo Baggins in the Lord of the Rings. There's that moment where he looks back at his village. They're all celebrating. They're having a party. And if he were to only look at what was behind him and the comfort of home and all the good food and the music, everything that's familiar and long for that, he would stay, but he didn't. 
just, I mean, he said goodbye and he longingly looked at it, but then he went to his house and he's packed his bags and he got in touch with the why, why he needed to go get the ring and why he needed to go destroy it rather, right? He had the ring, he needed to destroy it. So this is what I do on consults is I help the heroes. You guys are my heroes. You guys are the heroes. I help you to get in touch with your why. Um, but the other thing that this thought brings up, right? I am not good enough to have the life I want is we're also looking back at our weaknesses and our past mistakes and all of the times we haven't been able to change the way we want to. In our mind, we're running a projector screen. We're watching a movie of all the times we were heartbroken by our own inability to do it on our own. And we kind of get to this point where we have found the guide and we have found the coaching and yet our brain still wants to tell us like, look, you haven't been able to do it on your own. So why would you be able to do it with a coach? Right? That seems like a good question. But what I want to offer you is that it's because you haven't been able to do it on your own that coaching will work. So notice your brain is pointing you back to the result. Like I wasn't able to do it. That was the result. You weren't able to stop yelling for, I'm just going to use that for an example. Okay. But you're also not looking at all of the effort and energy you put into it. So that's where the evidence is that coaching would work is because look how hard you have tried. You haven't been able to do it, but you've tried over and over and you've been really disappointed when you haven't been able to make those changes. Waiting on a tax return. Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. So those two things tell me that if you just had the right tools and you kept trying and you kept caring about the results that you would get, it would be inevitable, friend. Inevitable for you to do it for you to make the changes. I'm like, are you in you guys? Like come freaking book a consult with me. So this is probably one of the big ones too, is people just feel like, because I haven't been able to do it, I don't know if I'll be able to, but you have to realize you have to look at both sides fairly equal airtime. That's what my friend Brooke Castillo says. You have to realize that like, just you're only looking at the results in the past. Like I wasn't able to, but you're not looking at all that you did do and how hard you were trying and how much you cared. And if you bring trying a lot and caring a lot and combine those with a guide and tools, then you are the perfect one. You are the hero. You will be able to make the journey. Okay. And then last, but certainly not least is money, money objections. What this looks like is I don't have enough of it or I am going to have to ask my husband, which by the way, isn't a problem. I highly recommend talking to your husband, but there's a difference between I need to ask my husband permission 
And I need to counsel with him on this decision I've made and figure out how we're going to fit it into our family's budget. Do you see the difference? One of them is like, I'm going to wait for my husband to tell me what to do. I'm going to delegate this responsibility of my dreams and my transformation to him. And the other one is a woman standing in her power. She's made a decision and now she's going to go counsel with her partner in life to figure out how together they will facilitate her decision. Another objection that I hear a lot, you know, a difficulty around money for people who want to make life transformations is it's not mine. And I shouldn't say people, I mean women, right? Wives and mothers. Sometimes we think that if we're not contributing to the family income in a financial way, then it's not ours. And this is, of course, just a little bit of a misunderstanding about value and money and childcare and how that all works together. So we'll talk about this. Another kind of difficulty that comes up is I'm not good at managing money. Like I've never been good at managing money. I don't think I'm good at managing money. I don't think I'm responsible sometimes with money. My husband's way more responsible. And so what if me making this decision and wanting to pay money for it is really just me being irresponsible, right? Like we don't trust ourselves with money. And then of course, like, am I worth it? We feel guilt. We're like, I feel bad spending money on myself. I'm taking it away from my kids. That's what we tell ourselves. So let's go through these one by one. And then I'm going to share with you how I think about money and leave you with some final thoughts. Okay. The first one we're going to talk about here is I don't have enough. So I want you to think about when you say this, how do you feel? You probably feel disempowered or you feel disappointed if you're wanting to make an investment. Like I don't have enough. I just want you to notice. I'm not going to tell you this is or isn't true. You get to keep this if you want it always as your hero on the hero's journey. Right. But I want you to notice that when you think this thought, it gives money control over you. Now you might be thinking like, well, Lizzie, I really don't have it, but I used to think that too. And here's what I learned. Like I truly did used to believe that my husband used to say that to me all the time. And I believed him. I just thought it was a true fact in the universe. What I've realized is like, that's actually a lie because there are plenty of places willing to loan us money. And believe it or not, there are people in your life right now that would open up their wallets to you if you came to them like a hero about to transform on his journey or her journey and was like, I need this to be the person that you and I both know I can be. Let's invest together and I'll pay you back, right? Like, or they would just want to give it to you freely. Like my parents helped me pay for my first coach um, at a time when my husband was still in student loans and all that stuff. So there are so many possibilities. The other thing I came to realize is that the number in my bank account isn't all of the money I have access to because I can sell things. But when, when you're thinking I don't have enough of it, and that's just the end of the story, you give money so much black and white power over you when really it's a much more colorful world than that. You have so much more access to your dreams than you think you do. It's just a matter of exchanging value and money is only one measure of value. You showing up at sprouts and, you know, getting a job and working for them would be value. You teaching voice lessons would be value. You teaching piano lessons or art lessons would be value. Um, and all you need is to have more value than the money that it costs for coaching. And you can say yes. Okay. The next objection I wanted to address here is 
the money's not mine. It's like, it's mostly my husband's cause he's the one that brings it in. So I really should just, I just need to ask him because it's not mine. So here's the deal. You watching the kids while he works, as long as the kids are his too, like you share the children, whether legally or biologically, as long as you both consider the children to be both of yours, then your work in the home, watching the kids in the family while he provides the money is a tag team job. And you are both equally inheritors and receivers of the money because you're both working. So I find it fascinating that women can even tell themselves this truly. Like I've never, ever, 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 ever thought this, but that's okay because I get confused about other things. And so we all kind of have our hangups that we get kind of stuck on. And so if this is one for you, I just want you to know that he would not be able to bring in the money without your childcare period, or a big chunk of the money he brought in would have to be paying somebody else to do the childcare. And so you get paid for childcare. You have rights to the money through childcare. Do I think all of the money is only yours? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's just as much yours as his. And I highly recommend that in your budgets, you take money. That's just for you as a thank you for watching the amazing kids, just as he should take some money just for him as a thank you for being the one to bring it to the family. But he couldn't do that without you watching the kids. Okay. The next objection that comes up is I'm not good at managing money, right? And this again, comes down to your beliefs about yourself, which are the only thing that can really get in the way with the hero getting on the journey. I want you to think about in all the movies, right? The hero, um, is there just going about their life. Like in princess diaries, she's just going about her life. And her grandma comes up to her and is like, well, you're the princess of Genovia, right? Over tea one day. She's like, I can't be a princess. And as her grandma seriously makes the offer to her to come live in Genovia and be the reigning princess of Genovia, um, Anne Hathaway, right? The character is like, but I'm this, but I'm this, but I'm this. I'm not beautiful enough. I can't walk well enough. And her grandma is like, it doesn't matter. You're still called to the journey. And so I want you to know, like, it's possible that in your previous life, before you became the hero or before you realized you were the hero and you had this calling to change your journey and your trajectory through coaching, you might've believed that you weren't responsible with money, but spending money on yourself to be, to make a change, to be the hero for your family, for future generations, to help better serve the world is always a heroic thing. And so it's therefore responsible. Okay. Now other people, including your husband might not agree. They might be facing their fears about money and want to tell you otherwise, but it is one of the most responsible things you can do to invest in your mind and your mental and emotional health because that can help you not only be more responsible with money, but be more responsible with your life, right? Money is an extension of our psyche. So if you haven't been responsible with money, it's because you're not being responsible in your mind and coaching teaches you how to do that. So of course, coaching is the way to be more responsible with money. Okay. And then the last objection before I share my final thoughts is I'm taking it away from my family. Like if I spend this on myself, then I'm taking it away from my family. And the opposite is true. If you spend this money on yourself, you're opening yourself up and rearranging your mind so that you can give more to your family. You will be more present. You will be less of all the things you want to be less of, and you'll be more of all the things you want to be more of. That's what money does. When we invest money in ourselves, 
We amplify the, what we want and we root out what we don't want with coaching. So that actually allows you to give more to your kids. Okay. My final thoughts that are my favorite that I love, I'm going to share with you. These are literally thoughts that I have thought in order to get to where I am on my journey. Okay. I can make my own decisions. My dreams are not my husband's responsibility and actually delegating my dreams, including the decision to do coaching and when and how much it costs and everything brings pressure to him and gives control to him that he doesn't actually want. Another thing I used to do is put my husband on a pedestal and be like, he knows best. He's perfect because he loves me the most. He's of course going to have the right answers. And although I do believe my husband loves me, I also have come to realize through learning about the brain and coaching and humanness is that he's a human first and foremost. He's my husband second, but his human brain is going to put his, his comfort and his efficiency, right? All the things that my brain puts forward his is going to do. And if he perceives me spending large amounts of money or even small amounts to be unsafe to him in some way, he's going to want to tell me that it's wrong and say, no, not because it really is wrong or because it should be a no, but because he's a human with a human brain. So just remember when you want to tell yourself that, like, I'll just talk to the husband. And if this is really right, like he'll say yes, or something like that, it's possible that he could say no and it's still a yes. And that's not because you don't love him. He doesn't love you. It's because we are all humans first. And I think the best way to keep a marriage healthy and alive is to allow yourself to be individual humans first and make your decisions for you that you need to make. And it's always lovely if we can be agreed on those and come together for that. But there have been times in my marriage where I knew that as the hero on my journey, to get the life that I wanted and trusting that that was possible and knowing that it was what I wanted, I would, I would tell him that. And he still would be a human with fears. And I just decided that his fears about money at the time were not a reason for me not to pursue my dreams. And I decided I would be the example in our family to show what it looks like to use money, to get what you want, instead of use money as an excuse to not get what you want. And because I made that decision, I've created more money for our family. And I've also helped my husband and inspired him to start his own business and to go find ways to make more money. We're both still working. We have a lot to work on and it's not like we're against each other. It's just interesting how sometimes in a marriage we have to, somebody has to be the first one to start putting themselves first. When we have a family history, sometimes even three or four generations back of not investing in ourselves. And just thinking that money is hard, thinking that money has to come first when, when actually we have it backwards. Like when we put ourselves first, then money comes with us and it grows with us. As we grow, our money grows always. Another one I like to think about is how many people are waiting on me to make this journey, right? Like here I am stuck in my woes and my fears and my doubts, but how many people, their lives could I touch if I was to just say yes to myself? One of my favorite things to think about too when I am the hero embarking on my journey, every time I come up against a decision to invest in myself and my brain brings me the unknowns or all the reasons why it's scary, or maybe I shouldn't, the doubts come up. I love to think about my daughter and my future generations of her daughter and her daughter's daughters, right? I love to think about the fact that what if they don't even know what it means to diet? right? What if they don't even know what it means to be burnt out as a mom? What if it's a foreign concept to them to disappear into your motherhood and sacrifice all that you are for the sake of motherhood? Like 
what if I can raise a generation of daughters, at least in my family, where they don't say things like, it's because of you kids that I am so tired all the time. Cause all I do is take care of you. I completely put myself last in order to be a mom to you. And so you should be grateful and you should behave like, what if that's not a thing in my family in three generations from now? I love, love, love to think about that. How much better off my great grandchildren will be if I can do what it takes to invest in myself and take care of myself now. And not even just taking care of yourself, but also like the mental and emotional health that I could teach the rising generation. Since starting this work, I cannot tell you how many quiet moments there have been with my kids just throughout the day where because of the work I've been doing with my coach on my mental health, I'm able to redirect or handle conversations and their emotions, my kids' emotions, in such a healthier way. Like I feel the spirit of God in those moments. It is so precious to me. That is exactly what I wanted for my motherhood, but it started with me. It has to start with us. You lead yourself first, then your family. You create healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. That is what my podcast intro says. That is my hope for all of us. I love you guys. And if you're ready to do this, I will see you on your free consult. Talk soon. Bye-bye. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.